Good morning. Good morning. Feels good in here, huh? Perfect. My name's Brandon. Psyched to be here. Let's practice. Stand up, please. Come to the front of your mat. Ragdoll. So step on up to the front of your mat. Separate your feet hip width distance. Take a look. In yoga practice, we have an interest in measurement. A measure of our relationship to earth. Right here, drop your head. And we measure things by, by feeling. Feeling and looking and just coming into our senses. And there's no better way to come into your senses to restore your sanity than just to turn upside down. Yeah, and let blood get into your brain. Shake your head out, please. A lot of tension will just live and fester in the neck and move up into the jaw, into the face. So, yeah, and then just drop your head to the mat. Seal your lips. Open your eyes. And breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. Yeah, uh, if you want to put a block under each hand, I recommend that. It's a really powerful way of being on your mat is being intentional with the physical foundation. The physical foundation is any body part, all body parts that are touching the floor. This is the first thing you want to awaken to in any yoga pose is your relationship to the floor. And we have blocks. And you might not need blocks. You know, you could put your fingertips down on the mat or, or you just grab your elbows. But you want your upper body to be as relaxed as possible. And this is one of the beautiful aspects of our physical practice is that every pose has this feeling tone of effort and ease, stability and space. So create more stability. Start from the foundation. Spread your toes across your mat. And then your knees bent a little bit. Maybe you bend them a little more, but bring your pelvis forward. That's it. That's it. Relax your neck. Try pointing your toes in a little bit, so pigeon-toed, and the heels will go out. So when you look down at your feet, you either see your feet parallel to one another or slightly the toes turned in a little bit. And can you feel how that affects your lower back? Take your hips forward. There'll be a beautiful release from the spine. The compression that happens from gravity in between the vertebrae. A good release. Just relax your neck and take your hips forward. Forward. You want your spine to dangle down to the earth like the trunk of an elephant. Lean in. Lean in. Straighten your legs little by little. You see how we're going slow and methodically and intentionally moving into the body? Relax here. There you go. Okay. Bring your hands to your mat. Downward dog. Step your feet to the back of your mat. Make your feet about hip-width distance. Yeah, and then bend one knee. Straighten your other leg. Wake up the muscles in your feet. Spread your toes across your mat. You feel your calf muscles coming to your life, coming to life, your hamstrings. Yeah, the muscles around your pelvis. Move your pelvis from side to side. Like move your tailbone like a a dog wagging its tail. Now drop your head to the mat. Open your eyes. Everyone take your feet like three inches towards the back of your mat. Three inches, three inches. That's it. Now bend your knees. Press your hands on the mat. Lift your sitting bones to the sky. 
Okay, child's pose. Bring your knees to the mat. Separate your knees about two feet apart. Make your big toes touch each other. Sit back under your heels and extend your arms forward. Drop your forehead sunny to your mat. We, we set the bar high in here. And it doesn't matter if you've been on your mat for 20 years, if you've been practicing, if it's your first day on your mat in the heat, I acknowledge you. But I just want to remind you, because you already know this, everything I am going to share with you this morning, you already know somewhere deep down inside of you. And what I'm requesting is, okay, one, that you stay on your mat. You know, if you need anything, a block or strap, you ask me. Anything, just ask me, okay? And um, if, it, if it gets, like, overwhelming, just come here, okay? You can, you can take this whenever you want it, two, three, four, t whatever. You might not need it, but I'm just reminding you. You don't have to try hard. Just being in this room this morning is an amazing accomplishment. Thank you for being here. You're a great contribution to being here, so just take it easy. I mean, work hard, but just try easy. How's that? Try easy. Tabletop. Hey, fan your fingers across your mat and be intentional with the physical foundation. Knees are about hip width distance. Very good. Fan your fingers across your mat more. Very good. Through your nose, take a breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. <sighs> On your next in breath, press your mat down. Lift your collarbones up and stick your bum out. Drop your spine into your body. On your exhalation, round your spine like a Halloween cat. Push your mid back to the sky. Drop your head towards the ground. Inhale, reverse the direction. The origin of the movement is the pelvis. Exhale. Open your eyes. Press the mat. Round your spine. Pull your belly up to your spine. Inhale. Drop your spine into your body. You can lift your chin up. You can look up. Exhale. Do you see it in vinyasa? Breath and movement are one. Now take this movement on your own. I want you to link up breath and movement and just go slow and begin to generate interest. Interest of the breath. In the beginning, like it's not interesting at all. It's boring. Well, let it be boring. The breath. Okay, on an exhalation, downward dog. The inquiry is, can you remember to breathe? Because a lot of stuff is going to come up. The moment you take a big inhalation and you breathe out, you like start your spiritual motor. Let's do that together. Breathe in. Empty out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the left. You could bring your elbows to the mat. You could bring your bottom knee to the mat. Whatever it takes to adapt the, the physical pose into a space that's breathable. Take your upper leg to the left some more. Spread your toes out. Pull your belly to your spine. Now from your core, extend your arms. Press your hands onto the floor. Take your upper leg to the left another inch. Wake up your hip flexors, your psoas. From your core strength, bring your upper foot to the floor. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the right. Baptiste Power Yoga is a systematic, diverse way of opening up the body. It's really simple. There's, there's no pose that's not accessible if you're intuitive. And you just you keep it simple. You keep the pose, gaze, and breath. 
Who cares what the form looks like? Walk to the front of your mat. Make your feet touch. Bend your knees. Lace your fingers at your lower back. It's a good time to use a yoga strap, especially if you have tight shoulders. Now, with your knees bent, stick your bum out. Just like when we had our hands and the knees on the floor, stick your bum out. Press your collarbones forward. Take a huge breath in. Wrap your arms over your head. Now, lift your 10 toes off the mat. Lift them up. Lift them up. Spread them apart. Drop them back to the floor. Okay, now any attention you accrued in your neck by looking at your toes, relax that. Relax, relax. Breathe into your shoulders. Grab the strap. You'll get a little more space here. Our whole intention on the mat is to create space. That's it. The muscles and the bones will stick to each other. The skin, the fascia, it'll get all clogged up. Breathe into your shoulders. That's it. Bring your hands to the mat. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms to the sky. Fan your fingers apart. Now, if you ever get dizzy, take child's pose. Don't ever fight dizziness. Bring your hands to your heart center. Three ohms. your arms to the sky. Breathe in. Bow forward. Ohms are like practicing, like uh, being at voice lessons almost. It's a way of tuning up our ears. Drop your head so you can flush out that old psychological energy that'll just uh, get locked into your skull. Get a good cleansing in the brain. Relax your neck. Flat back. Breathe in. You can have your knees bent a lot with your hands on your shins. Ultimately, you want to get your fingertips on the floor at the sidelines of your feet. Can you bend your knees a little more? And can you work your pelvis? Stick your bum out, just like we did when we had our hands on the knees on the mat. Stick your bum out. Press your collarbones forward. High plank. You can bring your knees to your mat. Come forward and down low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Easy as can be. There's nothing to know. You know, if I say stuff, you're like, I don't know how to do that. So what? So what? Just do your best. This can get really messy. You can resist the whole thing. You can even hate on it. I can hate on this. After 20-something years of practice, I can still get on my mat and hate on it. I thought you were practice. Yeah, I practice on letting go of that stuff. But I got to bring it into view first. Otherwise, I'll just... Spread it through my whole practice. Resistance and something's wrong. No, it's perfect right here, right now. I got your back. You're going to do great. Breathe in. Empty out. Push your mat away from you. Don't rush that process. Look forward. Bend your knees. Walk to the front of your mat. Flat back. Breathe in. Bow forward. Sweep up. Right now we're in a process of like breaking down. Bow forward, just postural habits. Yeah, stuck energy, halfway up. 
high to low plank. Up dog. The body's coded to move like this. Down dog. Relax your neck. Man, you can just access the brain. That's why turning upside down is so powerful. Bend your knees. You don't want the legs to harden. A lot of the times, you see, maybe you see it in books or, oh, you got to straighten your legs and down dog. You never have to straighten your legs. You don't have to do anything. Everything that you hear about yoga, you ready for this, is a myth. You're experiencing the practice right here, live. You're creating it right now. An in-body, right here, right now experience. That's yoga. Breathe in. Empty out. You want to drop everything you know. Look forward. Bend your knees and jump to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend. Sweep up. We're going to pick up the pace soon. Bow forward. We're actually doing it right now. Halfway up. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Oh, it's going to get exciting. Down dog. You're going to start sweating, perhaps profusely, which you need it, a good steam cleaning. Every muscle, every tissue, every organ, every bone, every cell in your body is going to get cleaned out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Push the air out. There's a lot of junk in that air. Look forward, bend your knees, and jump to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend, chair, hey, we're kick-starting our whole system. Spread your toes across your mat, and you want to drop as low to the mat as possible so you find your tipping point. You know, pull your belly in and up your spine, smooth brow, a little hint of a smile, is that possible? <laughs> okay, bow forward, anything's possible. Halfway up, low plank, what you say is possible. Up dog creates what is possible. Down dog, warrior one, right leg forward. This is the warrior's mission, to manifest their word, to be a cause for their life, to have the word, their word, the foundation of their life, of their livelihood. So instead of the foundation, your foundation being conceptual, your word being conceptual, fill your feet up with awareness. To journey to the feet, you have to keep your eyes focused on one point. Now, if you're newer, you can take a peek down at your feet. Be mindful that your intention is either lining up your heels or you have about hip-width distance to the feet. You can slide your feet front to back. You could shorten the stance. A good visual measure is your front knee, 90 degrees. Where your front thigh bone meets the torso, 90 degrees. Okay, now fan your fingers apart. Spread your toes across your mat more. And let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. You now lengthen your spine. Go up. Go down. Low plank. Up dog. Fan your fingers across your mat more and more. Down dog. Warrior one. Left leg forward. This is what's remarkable about our physical practice. is that we're developing a relationship with something much bigger than what we know. We're dropping what we know. We're looking at one point as a deep investment, a deep commitment. Notice that, that the practice of commitment is experienced right here in maintaining the clarity of your vision. And then there's a great movement. When your eyes are still, you can pick up on the subtle but great movement that 
we recognize as vinyasa. And it moves like this. It expands. It contracts. If you keep that your aim, your in-breath and your out-breath, the body will move. It'll shape itself around the breath. Your life will revolve itself around spirit. Fan your fingers apart. Now go up. Drop your hips two inches close to the mat. Breathe in. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Uh, nothing more important than being a yes for vital energy. For cracking our shell. And moving forward into new space. Let's move your mat forward. Hey, breathe in. Empty out. One breath, one movement. Look forward. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Bow down. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Root down and go up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, left leg forward. Press the floor. Breathe in and go high. Go low. Up dog. Down dog. Perfect. It doesn't feel perfect. I feel resistance. I feel a little pain, a little sorrow. Well, okay, perfectly imperfect. Even the coming apart is perfect. Everything you feel on your mat, know that that's grist for the mill and your growth. Breathe in. Breathe out is a radical commitment to growth. Walk or jump forward. Just stand on your mat. Halfway up. Bow forward. Chair. Bow. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg. Root. Rise. Breathe in. Exhale, low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Warrior, left leg forward. Press down. Inhale, go up. Exhale, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. There'll be a moment where you're like, okay, I get this. I get it. In the beginning, get a little chaotic. And, but you get it. You see, wow, there's a beautiful organization, a, an intelligence that's awakening. It's revealing itself. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk or jump forward. Flat back. Forward bend. Chair. Bow. Flat back. Low plank. Keep it moving. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Root down. Go up. Pull the air in. Go higher, higher, higher. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior left leg forward. Root. And then keep lifting up. It doesn't stop. The never-ending warrior. Chaturanga. Up dog. Pause. 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 Ground your index and middle finger knuckles into the mat. Yeah. Now take your down dog. <laughs> Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee and get crazy. Flip over. Even if there's a little fear. If there's too much fear, don't do it. And just pause. Come back to your senses, gaze, breath, and then recreate your foundation. Do you see how there's like some cupping in the lower hand? Push your finger mounds on the mat, lift up, high plank. Heels to the right, left arm to the sky. Be masterful. Develop in your relationship to the floor. You might have to bring your bottom knee to the floor. Reclaim your breath, and then you can start amplifying the pose. You have that. It's like the 
pranic dial, turning the intensity down, the intensity up. Foundation, that's possible. On rock, possible. On sand, mm. down dog. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Build on rock. Do a check-in. Your eyes are great informants. If you look down at your feet and your feet are on one line, you're doing a lot of unnecessary work. Give yourself a little more space right to left. And maybe front to back. Bring your hands to your heart center. Prayer twist to the right. And these next few poses, the lower half of your body is a container. So you want malleability, not stiffness. When, when the teacher refers to create earth in the lower body, it's not like stiff or rigid where it cracks and falls apart. It's malleable. You can raise the pelvis. You can lower the pelvis. You can bend the front knee. You can straighten your front leg. Five counts. Maybe you put a block underneath your bottom hand. Either way, when you breathe in, lengthen your spine. When you breathe out, rotate like you're rinsing out a wet towel. Hey, fill your lungs. Empty. Twist. Warrior two. Drop your back heel. Windmill up. Now, take a peek at your foundation. You want to line your heels up on this, warrior. Extended side angle. Wrap your upper arm around your back. And this is another cool visual measure. Your shoulders, your hips, and your ankles are on a vertical plane. Five, front knee 90 degrees. Maybe you've got to separate your feet a little longer. Four, yeah, it's like you're spicing up a dish. Three, you don't want it too spicy. You want to go slow. Two, yeah, chaturanga, you feel that, right? Up dog. Down dog. Ah. Discovering aliveness, discovering what it takes to be in a space of excellence, of just committing to growth. Bring your feet together. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee and flip over. It's good to have some chaos in your life and then to find control. So that's what these yoga poses are aimed for. Yeah, to kind of come apart and then to pull yourself together. So thigh bones in. Pull your shoulder blades to center line. Side plank. Heels to the left, right under the sky. Be intentional, creating the physical foundation of the pose so you can be up to something bigger than just doing a pose and fitting in and making it look good or not making it look bad. Make it feel alive. Maybe, maybe you do less and you'll get more aliveness. Maybe you'll do more and get more aliveness, but you're an inquiry. You're dropping what you know and you just listen to the breath and the breath will guide you always. Chaturanga. Nice work. Up dog. Down dog. Step your left foot forward. Crescent lunge. Do you see how this system is? We're just deepening our relationship to our feet, to our vital organs, to our heart, to our eyes, our brain. Just relaxed, at ease. Bring your hands to your heart center. Prayer twist to the left. Your toes are like, like little soldiers. You can walk your front foot forward like a little march. See, your toes can grip the mat and then drag your foot forward. And you could shorten the stance. You could lengthen the stance. This is how intentionality feels in creating a, a yoga pose. It's always from the ground up. You can straighten your arms. Yeah, and then you want to check, oh, is there rigidity? Is there anything in the pose that's like too loose? Five. You want to balance control, surrender. Four, 
and you don't have to think about it. If you just keep the in-breath and the out-breath, even in duration, three, the body will find its way. Two, warrior two, windmill up. Line up your heels, intentional, in creating the physical foundation. Side angle pose. You check out the front knee, 90 degrees. Maybe you add space between the feet. Good, half bind. Your eyes are what unblock the flow of vinyasa. Five, clear gaze. Four, think less and be more. Three, take your right hip, your right lung, and your right shoulder back. Two, low plank. Breathe, you're holding your breath. Up dog. Down dog. All right, look to your hands. Jump forward. Halfway up. Bow down. Chair. Bring your hands to your heart center. Pause, pause. Breathe in. Twist to the right. Take your left elbow past your right thigh. Now, we're intentional about that inhalation. I want you to be intentional about every exhalation. If you're intentional about your exhalation, you're literally evoking the inhalation. You can straighten your arms. Look down at your feet. That'll restore integrity in the pose. If you can't see clearly, well, the brain's in a fog. You can't read the signals coming from the body. Maybe you even hear my voice, but they won't be listening. The words won't land in your body. So keep your eyes steady. Generate the sound of your breath, and you'll be in a perfect space for transformation. Five. Every in-breath, can you lengthen your spine? Four. Every out-breath, pull your belly to your spine and twist. Three. Lift your torso off your thighs. Chin to your chest. Twist more. Two. Bring your hands to the mat. Separate your feet hip width. Grab your big toes with your index and your middle fingers. Make your palms face each other. Now bend your knees. Bring your chest to your thighs. Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Pull the crown of your head towards the floor. Okay, be intentional with the foundation. Can you feel the back of your index and middle fingers touching the floor? Push those points of your fingers on the floor with your big toe muscles. Well, your big toes. That's it. Now keep your toes down and pull the crown of your head towards your mat. Begin to straighten your legs a little at a time. You feel that dynamic tension? The whole body. The whole is the goal. You let go of your toes. Crow. Five. Take a shot. Maybe you don't know crow. You can peek around and go for it. Four. Press the inner edge of your feet together. Three. Two. Chaturanga. Up dog. That was good work. Down dog. Walk or jump to the front of your mat. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Doing great. Bring your hands to your heart center. Prayer twist to the left. This is my favorite pose to hate on. But that's what, it's, my, it's actually my favorite pose. The things that I resist the most, I've realized have become my greatest teachers. Uh, and what? 53 poses to practice. Bowing to resistance. Not resisting it. No, bringing it into view and then just being with it. So look down at your feet. Yeah, keep the channel from your eyes to your feet, from your brain to your feet clear. And if you look down at your feet and you can't see, if you can barely see your feet, you've got to take your shin bones back. That's it. You can straighten your arms. Five, can you loosen up your jaw? And how about the brow? Four. Three. Pull your outer shins in. Yeah, two. Very good. Bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet hip width. 
Walk under your hands. Yeah, slide your toes past the crease of your wrists. Bend your knees a lot. This was one of the first things I've learned about yoga that I was like, really? Like, wow. Okay, the whole's the goal. The whole body is our aim. Every cell in the body we want to activate on every in-breath. That means the body's got to be integrated. The lower, the upper halves, the right, the left halves, the front and the back, with your chest on your thighs. That's how you integrate the lower and the upper body. Keep the chest on the thighs. Relax your neck. And maybe you've got to give up trying to straighten your legs so you can get your chest and your thighs. Bend your knees more. Bend them. You feel that? Okay, now keep that. And now straighten your legs. You feel the difference with that a little bit? Yeah. Okay, take your hands out from underneath your feet. Crawl. You can do it. Five. Act as if you're in flight. Four. And the winds of grace will pick you up. Three. Two. Shoot back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Look forward and jump to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend. Stand up. Sweep up. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Let's clear it out. Breathe in. Empty it out. Eagle. Bend your knees. Wrap your right leg over your left leg. Wrap your right arm under your left arm. An apprentice of air. Five. So soft and nourishing. Four, fill the air with your vision. Three, choose a point. See it. Two, sweep up. Eagle, bend your knees. Wrap your left leg over your right leg. You can bring your left toes on the floor. You can put your left toes on a block. You can wrap your left foot around your right calf. Three, stack your shoulders over your hips. You don't want your bum sticking out or your shoulders coming forward. Pull into center and breathe out. Sweep up. Eagle. Tie half your brain behind your back and go. Act as if you know. Five. Four. Three. Pull into center. Tight. Not too tight. Two. Sweep up. Eagle. Five. There's a knack of just getting out of your way and letting your body think. Four. Out of analysis. Three, into breath. Yeah, into movement. Two, sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Standing leg raise. Balance on your left leg. Lift your right knee up to hip height. Make your upper knee square. Left hand to your hip. Right hand to your knee. Stay here. And notice, even when we're intentionally still, there's a, there's a little dance with gravity. Never static. Never stiff. You can straighten your upper leg. No leaning forward, though. Keep the spine vertical. Take your upper leg to the right, gaze to the left. What great training for our ankles, our feet, our brain, nervous system. Bring your upper leg in front of you. Lift your arms to the sky, breathe in, look up. Airplane. Be mindful you're at the front of your mat so you don't take up the airspace of the people behind you too much. Yeah. Yogi, always conscious of the physical space they're in. Bring your hands to your heart center, half moon, and the physical space other people are in, and creating healthy boundaries, having an orbital view of your body. Okay, now create space for something new. Spread out your 
toes, your ten toes. That's it. Five. Lift the front of your pelvis up. Make your tailbone go to the back wall. You can take half bow. Four. Lean into your bottom arm. That's it. Three. Now firm up. Pull into center. Shine out. Two. Ragdoll. Awesome. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Take your arms to the sky. Bring your hands to your heart center. Woo. Let's clear it out. Breathe in. Empty. Ah. Standing leg raise. Balance in your right leg. It's always a homecoming. Coming back to our bones. Coming back to our senses. Oh, that's medicine. Meditation. Being in the middle. Everything moving around us at a very high rate. Changing shape. And we're just unmessable with. In our zone. In our center. In our power. Take your upper leg to the left. Gaze to the right. Breathe anyway, even if it seems like it knocks you off course. Anything that blocks your path is your path. Take your upper leg in front of you. Take your arms to the sky. Breathe in. Airplane. Get some altitude in this flight. You don't want the nose of the plane going down. You want it going up, up, up. Pressing on my hands. Tighten this up. Tight, tight. Yeah. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. Ready for an awesome half moon here. Come up on your fingertips and thumb tip on the bottom hand. Yeah, like a little tent. Straighten your bottom limbs. Very good. Now you're going to roll your joint systems on top of each other. The left shoulder on the right. The left hip on the right. Stay here or bend your upper knee. Half bow. Tight here. Don't let that go slack. Tight, tight. Five. You feel that in the hips? Four. Three. Now look up. Make it feel good. Look up. Shine out. Two. Ragdoll. It's good work. What are you doing? Bring your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Take your arms to the sky. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it. Breathe in. Empty out. <sighs> Dancer. Left arm up. Right arm down. Bend your right knee. And remember, there's a dance with what? Your breath. Not with the pose. Dance with the principles of creation gaze vision you need that to create anything got to know what you want to have happen and on the mat you want clear gaze five and then the in breath expand out breath contract four bottom foot straight forward on 12 o'clock three you feel how that affects the hips two bring your upper foot to the mat windmill right arm up left arm down bend your left knee aim like you're throwing a dart at the target. Five. To hit a target with any object, you've got to follow that object to the air. Four. Press down. Kick more and go up. Three. Up, 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 up. Smooth here. Two. <laughs> Bring your upper foot to the mat. Dancer, right leg. Isn't this fun? Yeah? Okay. I'm fun. I don't know about you. I make everything fun. Ready? <laughs> Even when I'm grumpy, I do my best. Ten. This is all you got. This is all you got. That's it. I'm going to pull yourself together and just honor the body that's on your mat, doing the work to move your life forward. That's it. Well, it's not even your life, the life forward. Five. You've got to lead with the heart. Don't lead with the head. Take the sides of the neck back. Four. Now kick your upper shin back with some rigor. Three, yeah, a power boost. Kick back, go up. Two, 
Bring her upper foot to the mat. All right. Right arm up, left arm down. You okay with assist? You okay with assist? Yeah. Okay, good. Gotta ask. You're gonna ask. Ready? Go. Ten. That's delightful. Energy is delight. So move energy. Notice right now, it's right underneath your nose. Your greatest teaching is right here in front of you, right underneath your nose. Let it move you. Five, catch the current, catch it. Four, expansion and contraction. Three, tighten up your thigh muscles, tighten up, pull in. Now press down, kick more and go up. Nice, come out. Three, balance on your left leg. Bring your hands to your heart center. Man, unlocking your, your pores potential, the pores on your skin. You're just getting a really good cleanse like this. The water dripping down your skin, awaking the nerve endings in your skin, having the blood rise up to the skin. Lift your arms up. Something gets pushed out of us. Something gets pulled out of us. Pull your lower ribs into the center line of your body. Contract them in. Expand your mid-back. Pull in more. There you go. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Tree, balance on your right leg. You know, that's the, the Latin word, a ducare. It means to draw forth from within. To draw forth. Ducare. Education. You know, it's funny. I had a linguistics major. No, he was a professor from, like, Boston University. I said this, like, a year ago, and he says, well, you know, I like that. He goes, but how about lead from within? Instead of drawn forth, lead out. It's lead out. I was like, I like that. I like that even better. It's lead out from within, not drawn from, like, I'm not pulling it out of you. It's, I'm kind of pointing in the direction. Lift your arms to the sky. Down. Well, in, in, pull in. Quadricep muscles in. Now press down and go up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Reach your arms to the sky. Breathe in. Bow forward. Halfway up. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Triangle. My teacher, Baron, always insisted, Brandon, you don't want to be a teacher. You want to be a leader. Five, you want to lead your way into the light. Four, yeah, so responsible for the foundation. Three, that's your attitude right there, the way you connect to the earth. Now radiate from the center out. Stand up, face left. Hey, look, uh, lift your arms above you. Do a check-in at the feet, make your feet parallel or pigeon-toed. Right arm down, bind your shoulders, and make your hands connect at your upper back. You can use a strap. You're just informing yourself, right? Breathe in. Bow forward. This is why we have straps, blocks, and this is why the whole practice is a practice of adaptation. You come as you are, not as you want to be. You come just as you are, and in that radical acceptance of just accepting yourself just as you are, full of resistance, whatever it is, there's a shift there. And you're just hanging out here on the mat. In the beginning, it, that, that shift happens. Pull in, pull in. Then, oh, as you become more practiced, you learn how to create that shift. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Face front. Keep your shoulders bound. Pyramid. Bow over your front leg. 
Adjust your feet. Look down there. And bow forward. And, you know, once you look down there, you see your front foot on 12 o'clock, back toes like around 10 o'clock. And if you don't feel like your spine is as long as it could be and you need more space between your feet, you take that action. Good twisting triangle. Get more space between your feet, front to back. Yeah. You can put the block to the inside of your front foot. Five. You can keep your right hand to your hip. Four. Maneuver the hips so they're squared to the mat. Three. Root down and go up. Two. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Okay, left leg forward, warrior one, warrior two. This is the last standing sequence, the last side of the standing sequence. Straighten your legs, triangle. What a good stretch this is. You've got to give enough space between your feet, though. So it's like you're right at the edge of tipping over. You are stable, though, are definitely stable. Five. You don't want security. You want to play the edge in the pose. Four. And then uh, dormant muscles start waking up. Three, like the muscles that ground the baby toes in the mat. Two, stand up. Face Harvard Street. And do pigeon toed this time. Toes into the center line of your body. Lift your arms above you. Drop your left arm by your side. This is such good uh, motion for the shoulders. Make your hands connect. Breathe in. Bow forward. I resisted this, especially when I was newer. My shoulders. My shoulders on my chest from lifting weights and wrestling and Oh, that's what happens when you're a guy in the society. They kind of infuse you with this idea that you've got to block your heart, have your shoulders crop, uh, go onto your chest, your pectorals get all big. And I still go to the gym to try to get my pectorals big. But <laughs> Breathe in, empty out, stand up. This is why I practice yoga, because I want to be soft too. Face front, bow over your front leg. My teacher's like, Brandon, you want to be like a flower, a flower. I was like, I don't know if I want to do yoga anymore. I want to be a flower. Ground the inner edges of your feet, the outer edges of your feet, the center of each heel. Now lengthen your spine towards the front of the room. Twisting triangle. Five. What an informative pose. It's probably one of the most um, intense poses in the practice. Four, well, it's like juggling. There's a lot going on. Three, two, get you a block. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. All right. You ready for a little rest? Not too much, just a little bit. High plank. Lower to your mat. Four, three, two, one. You know, the cool thing is that over time that the work will actually be restful. Flip your head to the other side. You take your arms by your side. Take a couple of breaths into your belly. See if you can feel your, your belly receive the in-breath so it's not hard. Got some good belly down back bends. All right, bring your forehead to chin to your mat. Lace your fingers at your lower back. Now your limbs will just... Um, They'll move away from the midline of your body. You want to pull into the center line of your body. Pull in. Okay. Breathe out. On your in-breath, press your pelvis in your mat. Lift your collarbones and thigh bones off the floor. Here, grab the strap. Five. Straight, straight arms. Four. Pull your legs to the center line of your body. Three. Now lift the fronts of your thigh bones off your mat. Lift your collarbones off the mat. 
Whoa, come down. That was good. Bow, bend your knees. Grab your ankles or your shins. You can do one leg at a time. For sure. And if you do one leg, you just take the opposite arm forward. And then you prop yourself up with that arm. Otherwise, shin bones back. Your arms are like the strings of a bow. You want them taut. So you've got to activate your quadricep muscles. That's it. Grab your ankles. Five. Flex your feet. Four. Pull your thigh bones to center. Three. Two. Come back to the mat. Woo. Bow. Let's do it. Uh, these can make you want to feel like you're going to throw up, but you don't. Most people don't. Never saw it. Once. I saw it once. 20 years, one person threw up on their mat. It wasn't even throw up. It was like water. And I couldn't even tell. They did it so gracefully. Five. And they stayed on their mat. Four. Three. Stuff's coming up. No doubt. Two. Come down. All right. Up dog. Massaging your belly. Open up the heart, the throat. Down dog. A lot of times it's just stuck energy that you're feeling. Unless you had a big pancake breakfast, which, oh, bring your knees to your mat. You eat the wrong thing before practice like once, and then it never happens again. Stand up on your knees. Maybe twice, because we tough. Reach back and grab your heels. If that's too much, keep your hands at your hips. Drop your tailbone down, lift the front of your pelvis up. Five. This is the master key in backbending is not letting the tailbone, letting the butt stick out. Four. Dropping the tailbone down, lifting the front of the pelvis up. Three, now take your hips forward. More, Tom, more. Pressing on my hands. Two, down dog. Nice, huh? All right. Bend your knees. Lift your sitting bones up. Get some room in your lower back. Okay, bring your knees to your mat, camel. Five. This is so special, this practice. Get, get in your thoracic spine, back up into the body. Four, you get a little supercharge around the throat. Three, two, scapula in, Ugh, down dog. Bridge, lay on your back. The morale kind of improves at this point a little bit. Right? Like, okay, I'm on my back. I was up to my neck in mud. Now I'm just up to my knees. That's good. Press your feet in your mat. Lift your hips off the floor. Lace your fingers at your lower back. It's amazing. Like every breath, every class, we're just chipping away at the excess in our lives. Like releasing the statue from the stone. Five. Bring your feet in a little closer. Uh, yeah. Four. Can you relax your glute muscles? Pull your, pull your, pull in. Three. Yeah, yeah, resist that. Resist it. Two, come down. That's good. All right, wheel. We're at wheel already? All right. Reset your feet. Put your hands on your mat outside your shoulders. Okay, pull your thigh bones to center on your in-breath. Press down. Maybe come on the top of your head to start. And come on up. Five. Go wider. Four, wider, and then to the top of your head. Three, you can do it, yeah. Two, 
and bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. You see that? You can do it. It's the wirings, there's no doubt, no doubt. You breathe in, empty out. Reset your hands and your feet, wheel. Ready? Press down, come up. Five. Four. And you're breathing. Three. Breathe, breathe. Yeah, two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Doesn't it feel ridiculous when you're in it and you start breathing? You're like, oh, wow. Okay, three more. Ready? What, was that too many? No, it wasn't. All right, ready? Press down and come up. You can do it. Five, four, three, two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. You know, the best breakthroughs happen when you're a no, and you're like a no for, you're like a no-no. There's no, like a no-no, and then you just, you're a yes. Okay, ready? Set, press down, and come up. Breakthrough, if not now, when? You did all that priming and to be ready now. Five, four, press the floor. Three, oh, two, bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. All right. Ah. All right, this is it, yeah? Do we have two more left? One more? Okay. You know that for sure, right? One more? Here we go. Let's complete. Let's do good finish work. Ready? Hold on, hold on. Set, hold on. Press down and come up. Just wait till we're done with this, just so we don't open up the room. Yeah. Ten. Steady. Good, good, good. Straight arms. Have a breakthrough. This is it. This is your moment of truth. Five. Four. Straight arms. Three. Two. Come down. That was good. Okay. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes. Thank you. Yes. Straighten your legs. Take your arms back. Breathe in. Empty out. Breathe in. Empty it out. I fill up your lungs. Empty them out. And pull your knees in your chest. Rock from side to side. Chin in one direction, knees in the other direction. What really allows for the vulnerability we experience on our mat is this high intensity and there's a beauty and a grace and like being in that power. And then we, when we hit the valleys of our experience, we're in resistance and there's like a darkness and we're holding on, we're making things wrong, we're pointing our finger. That's what makes this practice so great. And if we keep practicing, we'll find just the middle of that experience. We're just witnessing it all, not pushing anything away, actually inviting everything in just as it is, dead bug. You rock from side to side, yeah. Massage your kidneys. 
You get the bottoms of your feet with the fingertips. That's it. Pull your belly to your spine and pull your feet down and your shins down and breathe into your groin. If it's too much, you grab your inner thighs. That's okay. Okay, let go of your feet. Legs up. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Bring your left leg to hover or bring your left foot flat on the mat. That's your call. Your left leg is straight and it hovers about an inch off the mat. Okay, lift your shoulder blades up, elbows out, chin up, look up, breathe in. Exhale, come up. One, two, three. Exhale, exhale, exhale. Seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, five, four, three, two, one. Switch legs. Breathe in. Go up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, five, four, three, two, one. Legs up. Pull your knees in your chest. Those are hard to count. Yeah. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Huh? They're hard to do? They're harder to count. They're harder to count. They really are. They really are. Okay. <laughs> What's next? Bicycle. Go for it. Bicycle. The physical work, it's, it's like, it's not, it never gets easier, but it, it's like, um, it becomes just like brushing your teeth. Like, of course I'm going to brush my teeth. Of course I'm going to brush my teeth. Of course I'm going to change my clothes and shower. And you just get, you, you get a knack for doing the hard work. You want to stay healthy and you want to live abundantly. That's what it takes, acting like you have it. Legs up. Sit on your forearms or arms by your side. We're talking about energy. Act as if you have it and it shows up. Legs down 30%, 60%, two inches from your mat. We'll do another round, okay? We'll be complete. Legs up. Legs down one-third, two-thirds, two inches from the floor. A couple bonuses, okay? Legs side to side, side to side. Legs straight, side to side, right? And then come back to center and do crossovers, crossovers. I said bonuses, not just bonus, right? Okay, legs together and then legs up. Pull your knees into your chest. Right. Twist. Take your knees to the left. Bring your chin to your right shoulder. Close your eyes. Your intestines need to get massaged. The stomach, the vital organs. Bring your knees up to center, over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. Come back to center. Bring your knees to your chest. Grab behind your thighs. Rock and roll. Head to heels. You want me to do the other side? You okay? Yeah. I know. Down dog. 
half pigeon, right leg forward. You can lay on your back for this pose and do a figure four. Classical half pigeon. You'll, most, most people have a block underneath their right sitting bone because when they, when they lunge the right leg forward, uh, the right sitting bone will lift up, and that's just it's way too much pressure on the front knee. So if you put a block underneath your right sitting bone, it'll relieve the pressure on your front knee and allow you to access the, the front foot. You want to be able to flex your front foot. And if it's not <coughs> flexed as it would be in, the, in Tadasana, it's okay. You just want the energy flowing from the front foot into the right hip. So you just got to create space. That's it. Otherwise, there'll be too much compression around the front knee and no access to the, the right hip. Relax your neck and your shoulders. Check out the muscles in your face, the jaw. Relax. And you want some tension in your throat. And put your attention on the flow of your in-breath, the flow of your out-breath. The work is not letting your attention drift to default, default mode mind set, where you're just thinking, lost in thought. And that's pervasive. It's happening in every skull until there's a disruption, until you move into that space and you, you fill that space with your attention. And, the, and it's not conceptual. Fill the space in your chest, in your lungs, with air. Like sometimes it's got to be like this. It's got to be like, I breathe in. I breathe out. I breathe in. I breathe out. About 10 counts. Assist, assist the breath. Assist it. It's you and the universe. Uni, one verse. This one energy that's expanding and contracting and everything that's alive. You bow to it. You close your eyes. You open up. You soften up your eardrums and you become receptive to this co-creation. The breath that's breathing you and then you assist in the inhalation so it gets a little deeper. A little higher up over the collarbones. When you breathe out, your exhalation is like no air. The air at the bottom of your lungs is out. Or five counts. You drift off and you get devoured by any type of mental state. So what? Take an inhalation or an exhalation and disrupt that. And then if you get snagged again halfway through the next breath, so what? Start over. You've got to have that vigilance. Breathe in. Empty out. Down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your left leg forward. All of that movement, all that skillful movement, placing our eyes on a point, placing our feet intentionally, just so we can line up with gravity and surrender deeply. You do all that work to, in the asana to deepen your meditation to drop your body down to earth, to close your eyes, and to be still. And once you're still, your attention can start to move inward. You can start to pay attention. Inward. 
and you put your attention on the space in your skull. Start there like you do a U-turn and you look in your head. Keep breathing. Relax your neck and your shoulders. Reflex your front foot. Oh, let me get you a block. Nothing to do. If, if you're going to do anything, do non-doing. It's not passive. If, if you just stay passive and just kind of, um, if you're not doing anything, you will be dull and you'll kind of drift off into dream world. You have to be still, and in that being still, you discover non-doing. And non-doing is not passive. You have to do it. It's like something that you commit to and of being still, and through that beingness, you discover it. That's why I say just being here, just being in the room, you'll discover yoga. You don't have to try to think about it. You don't have to read about it. It's not bad to read about it. It's kind of cool. But it's just this experience of being right here, right now. About five more counts. This is what we do all these alignment points for. Not to do it right. Yeah, to stay away from getting injured, but it's to um, restore integrity and attention in these areas of our body. Especially around the heart. Relax here. You feel that? Breathe in. Empty out. Double pigeon. If you can't stack your shins, this is a really good variation, just crossing, just crossing your shins instead of stacking them. Right? Cross them and then put a purple block into that little triangle window <clears throat> so your ankles don't collapse. Roll forward in your sitting bones. Bow down, drop your head to the ground, close your eyes. Make your feet on the mat and just lift up high. Yeah, like that. This is what's important right there. Yeah. Okay, all right. How about this? You can take it out if you want, right? But see how that drops your left sitting bone down more. Right. What do you think? That's better. Yeah, right. A little bit. You feel? Do a little bit. I inhale. I exhale. Like say that to yourself, and then follow. Follow it. It's a beautiful heart-to-heart -heart conversation you're having with yourself. You have an intention. You want to create something. And then you follow through with action. This whole practice will revolutionize your life. Well, you'll revolutionize your life through the practice. You just have to do the work. A lot of times we, oh, we want this to happen, that to happen. We wish for it. Like you get here and you do the work and then you see what's attainable. 
and what's just delusion and dreaming. Like, wow, anything's possible. I just do the work. There's no bar too high. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. No, no. Switch legs. Good, now you're just having these up a little higher. So these are really active, like this is. You feel the difference with that? Mm -hmm. Don't let that go, right? That's gold right there. And then you can open up. You feel the difference right there, yeah? Lean in, close your eyes. Make it like a, a musician tuning up their instrument, listening for the perfect tone. And use your in-breath and your out-breath. It becomes like that. Your, your body becomes like, and it becomes an instrument of peace. But it's got to be primed up with prana. And that prana's got to be delivered with intention. So when you breathe in, see if you can make your in-breath land at the tip of your toes and in, in your skull your scalp so the skin stretches the whole body okay five more counts and when you breathe out you you are a yes for gravity lean in a little bit of time yeah Just feeling the stuck energy and then confronting it and letting it dissolve you breathe in empty out Sit up. Seated forward bend. Extend your legs in front of you. Bend your knees. Go chest to thighs. Grab your feet. You can grab your shins. Okay, lengthen your spine. And slide your hips away from your feet. Let's go a little bit at a time. Straighten your legs a little bit. There you go. Relax your neck. Mm, breathe in. Empty it out. And sit up. Inverted table. Five. Creating some room for our deltoid muscles. Four. Three. Feel the skin around the chest broaden. Yeah, and stretch out. Pull your belly to your spine. Lift your pelvis up. Come down. Shoulder stand or headstand. Or waterfall. You got waterfall. You got injuries. You can put a block under your sacrum and just um, hang out there. Make your legs straight. Point your feet. Curl your toes back. Ah, great restoration from turning upside down. <coughs> and some daylight on the bottoms of our feet. Can you straighten your legs even more? 
<clears throat> have the visual of a, a candle flame burning strong in a, a really quiet room so there's no flickering. The, the energy of just um, flow from the pelvis, it's really from the ground up through the foundation of the shoulders, the back, wherever the foundation is, and then up through the legs. And it doesn't stop, it's like carried beyond the legs, so the energy streaming through the mounds of your toes. Tight here, firm, firm legs. I remember when I first started practice, this was one of the most difficult poses, just to turn upside down and not let my legs buckle, just to keep my legs straight. Like, this is so tough, I just want to come to Shavasana. But then, then you start feeling that, that, um, that force, that energetic force and the muscle energy of the legs, the quadriceps tight and the straightness and the intentionality of the legs to the feet, and it actually... There's something about it takes some work, but that work supports you in moving forward and maintaining the integrity. You can take your feet to the floor behind you. There's just some things that are just so taken for granted that you know we think that we have and we don't do it, like straightening our legs, straightening up our straightening our arms. Just doing these rudimentary moves like bringing our chin to a chest, flexing the spine. And not from looking at our cell phone, we're doing it with intention. So we're waking up the paraspinal muscles on the neck, the pelvis. You can take your knees by your ears. Even um, activate in the brain with a new directive of blood flow. That's what happens when the head is positioned like this when you're doing plow. The blood's massaging your brain in a different way. All right. Supta Bhattakanasana. Butterfly or <laughs> corpse. <clears throat> Get everything out of the way. The only thing you want to touch in your body is your mat, the floor maybe, and your clothes. No towels, straps, blocks, nothing, nothing. So be mindful if you straighten your legs. You want your feet about hip-width distance. If you go too wide, it's, it's, um, it's a lot on the diaphragm. So about hip-width distance, arms by your side. Or you can do any variation you want with your arms. Just keep your arms below the level of your heart. Okay, now this can be like a little nap. You could do that. <clears throat> That's not the pose. The pose is it's not falling asleep. It's resting deeply, deeply, deeply. And to rest deeply, you've you, you got to train the body to be still. Right? So um, any type of aftershocks, you want to fidget around. Yeah, and then really practice being still. There'll be a couple of impulses that will come up to the brain that you want to scratch or move. And if you can just override those impulses, you'll catch the stillness. And it, it'll actually, you've got to be still, and then something will start to do you. It'll move through you. I've been practicing for the last 73 minutes or so, 72 minutes of lining up with something bigger, earth, right? not as a concept. But now, now this is spiritual alignment, doing nothing, being patient, being still, and dropping right into now, now, now. Breathe in. Empty it out.
breathe in, empty it out, roll over onto your right side. Keep your eyes closed, sit up. Put your hands in a prayer over your heart center. Hey, one ohm. Um. Your prayer hands to your forward center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Peace and love. Good job. Nice work. Good job. All right, go have a beautiful day, okay? And to have a beautiful day, you got to get some water, some salt, and um, get some fruit that you love. It's good water-rich food will um, be good for hydrating your body, okay? I'll see you soon. Stay, stay on your feet. Give your blocks a spray, purple on top, blue on the bottom. I'd appreciate it, okay? If you have any questions, ask me. Take care.